Welcome to Set for Life with Pastor Ray Jensen. You can find us at setforliferadio.com. Romans 10.9 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. So let's listen from God's Word, verse by verse, on how we can prepare for the coming of the Lord and Messiah Jesus, who died on the cross, so that you can be set for life. You'll be set for life if you give your heart and believe what He's done for you. You'll be set for life with the treasure stored up in heaven when you're through. You'll be set for life. The Lord God looks at you. And he sees opportunity. He sees the potential of being friends that both parties, both you and him, both you and the Lord too, they both can gain from you being in friendship together. It is a win-win scenario for both of you. You get saved from the consequence of your sins in a literal place called hell. Yes, I'm going to say it. It's there. It's in the Bible. But at the same time, being friends with the Lord God means he gets to buy you back out of the sin that separated you from him. Win-win, both sides. You share a border with God, and that border was Jesus Christ, the mediator in the middle. He wants to win you over to him so that there can be peace and prosperity, just like Israel saw with their neighbor Ammon, the Ammonites. Friends, we're the ones that are really getting the better end of the deal out of this when you think of it. (laughs) This is really a good deal for us that we can be saved by entering into friendship with the Lord God, okay? He wants to be your friend. He gets us and we get him. Isn't that good? The second thing here I see in this story is bad counsel, and here's where it messes it up for a lot of people. I just told you the good news, great, but here's where a lot of people miss the gospel, where they, they miss being saved because they listen to too much bad counsel. Too many people do not see the Lord for who he is, for who he says he is in his word. God is not who you invent him to be. God is who he says he is. You cannot make up your own God. If you don't read God's word, you have no idea who he is. You don't love him. You don't care to pursue to know who he is trying to tell you he is. When you don't know the word of God, All you're left with is inventing your own perception of who you think God is, and that is called making a false god. That's guilty of a commandment. Thou shalt have no false gods before me. But many people, they don't know him because they have allowed the world to paint an alternate picture of who God is to them. And so they have this perception, well, God's like this, and he wants to do this for me. And Hanan, listen to bad counsel. Friend, don't listen to bad counsel. Hanan, listen to bad counsel. He should have told his counselors to hit the road. Get out of here. I can think better than you. I'm be- we're better than this. Let's go be friends. But because he listened to negativity, down talk, looking for the fault in everything, he listened to their false accusations. They painted a bad picture of David. Then Hanan misjudged David, and he took a stance of hostility against David when he could have gone the other way. Friends, do not allow the world to steer your viewpoints like they did Hanan. You'll find that most people's belief system is centered on whatever the world is pumping through to them through that TV set. Don't let the world influence your mind. 
James 1 verse 27 says, to keep ourselves unspotted from the world. In other words, don't allow bad counsel to influence your decisions. Are you listening to what everybody said? I mean, if you're watching that TV hour after hour, day after day, and you never get your nose in this word of God, I'm sorry, you're listening to bad counsel. You really are. You need to make a switch. It will influence your decisions. It will corrupt your direction. It will corrupt the way you're going. Proverbs 14 and 12 says, there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Friends, that is a sharp, sharp statement. Basically, whatever you think is right is not right. (laughs) What you think you ought to do is not what you ought to do. Well, what should I do then? You should consult the word of God. You should pray. You should ask the Lord in prayer. What do I do? What do I do in a way that glorifies you, Lord God, instead of me? Whatever you immediate, your knee jerk is probably not right. You need to pray on it first. And so we get to, after the bad influence, we get to the third thing of choice. Choice. We have free will. I get to do what I want to, right? Yes. Yeah, I know that. So do I. But you can, in your free will, you can choose to go the wrong way also. Friends, our choices can be very damaging and usually are, as we just read in the passage. What you think is right is not. Why? Because we're sinners. That's something I really need to establish firmly. We are the sinner. God is not. We don't know what's right. He does. Therefore, we should listen to him and not other sinners. You see what I'm saying? Now, if you've got godly friendship around that consult with the word of God, the standard of God's word, you can listen to them and trust them, but you compare it, put it up against the word of God in prayer. But this is why you need the counsel of the word of God in your life. Hanan rejected the king's friendship offer. He made a very bad decision because of it. He made a bad choice because he listened to bad counsel. He made a bad choice because he listened to bad counsel. And this whole war, all this destruction and all this death, it could have turned out so much better than it did. Remember, David never set out to hurt anybody. He wanted to establish friendship. What a wasted opportunity here. Instead of accepting the king's offer of friendship, Hanan could have just said, no, thanks, I'll pass. He could have said, not right now. He he could have said, bad counsel, get out of here. But his counsel, Hanan's counsel, lied to him. They lied. They said things about David that was not true. David was not trying to infiltrate his land. They lied. And so Hanan chose downright hostility against the king who sent to make peace with him. He chose hostility over friendship with the king. And that's what listening to wicked counsel caused Hanan to do, to react wickedly. And that's what happened to us, friends, when we all reacted from the bad counsel of sin. We all became hostile, fist in the air, shaking it. God, how dare you do this to me? God, why did you do this to me? I had a good thing going and you messed it up, God, like it was his fault wasn't his fault. We are the ones that messed up. This war was not David's fault. It was Hanan's fault because he rejected the friendship offer that David was trying to offer him. And friends, we became hostile against the Lord God, the very one, Lord Jesus, the very one who who was sent to us as an ambassador of friendship. Father God sent you Jesus to die in your place on the cross as an ambassador of friendship. Why have we all rejected that? Hebrews 10 and 29 says, Of how 
much worse punishment. Do you suppose? Will he be thought worthy who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, counted the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified a common thing, and insulted the Spirit of grace? Friends, how much do you think we got coming to us for insulting the king? He came to make friendship. He came to pay for our sin penalty. He came to do a lot for us. How much do you think we got coming to us over that that we have done against him? That's what the, the passage there is asking. And so the fourth issue here is it came down to one of two things with those who responded to David. It came down to destruction or it came down to tribute. Destruction or tribute. So now that all of us sinners have chosen to insult Jesus, and we all have, I've done it too, we've all chosen to insult him, the Son of God, then what should God do about it? God has to make a response to this. What should he do about it? Well, first of all, let's remember what David did with his ambassadors of peace. He had to get them to Jericho. He told them to go to Jericho, to a place where no one would be able to shame them any further. You see, their beards were going to grow back out. This means that the shame would eventually pass. This means the shame would not remain on them. It would go away. And I put forth a scenario, a picture, a parallel to you about how when the Lord sends you out as ambassadors, he will take you to a place where the shame won't stay on you. And that works with us. That's a good picture there. But I want to further it because Lord Jesus, the Lord Jesus, whom he sent to be our ambassador of peace, he also took him where the shame won't stay on him any longer either. Acts 5 and 30 says, the God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom you murdered by hanging on a tree. Him, God has exalted to his right hand to be prince and savior, to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. Friends, Jesus is the ambassador of peace who God sent to establish friendship with us, but we insulted him because we listened to the wicked influence of sin and we made the conscious decision to insult the Son of God. However, Jesus is not on the cross anymore. He has been raised up from the grave. Therefore, if you're in him, you can have victory over death too. He has been raised up from the grave to the right hand of God. And the shame doesn't land on Jesus anymore. All insults fall upon him as you go through your life. But he's not on the cross still taking that. He said, it is finished. He did it. It's already done. And now Jesus is in a place where the shame can't hit him. It's it's just a good it's a good picture. Now consider all Nahun had to had to do was say no thanks. Did I say Hanan earlier? Hanan Nahun. Oh my God, I've been messing up all this time. Hey, if you've been listening to me, Hanan Nahun, you know what I'm talking about, okay? Oh my gosh, the the radio. Who? Hey, I'm a fallen guy. I'm a messed up dude, saved by grace. What can I say? You can see the mistakes I make. <laughs> He did not have to take things so far as to administer as much insult as possible. Friends, we did not have to take our hostility against the Lord Jesus as so far as to administer as much insult as we did. Many of us have asked forgiveness and were saved, but there comes a point when the Lord is required to respond to those who are still waging war against him, like David did. They were still out there. They were regrouping. We're going to go one last big hit. We're going to take God's people down. David had to respond to that. Now we saw Joab and Abishai. They faced off against a surrounding coalition of forces, opposing forces, and they were saved because they got together and and they were saved. The Lord made them flee. 
But it wasn't until when they regrouped, it wasn't until the king himself, the king himself came to the battle himself that he finally defeated all those who had opposed his people Israel. Revelation 19 and 11 says, Now I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he who sat on him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should strike the nations. And he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Friends, that is the Lord God. That is the Lord Jesus. When he says, I am going to go down and I have got to do something about these wicked people who stand against and oppose my people. He's, you know, dads always fight for their kids. Dads fight for their families. And that, that's honorable. It's not wicked. David was not wicked. He was not trying to pick a fight. He was out trying to establish friendship. And so the Lord is going to fight for his people, his people Israel. And remember how it says that the king destroyed many. There's a battle coming, guys. It's going to be huge. And every last regroup of people that says, no, we're going to stand against this king. We're going to stand against the Lord, and we will not submit to him. They're, they're going to try to regroup, but the king is coming, and he's going to wipe them out. But upon seeing the king's victory, I want you to remember this. It says upon seeing David's victory, it also says that there were many of them when they saw they were defeated, and it took, it took this much for them to finally get it. When they saw that they were beaten, they made peace with the king of Israel. They had to realize how beat they were first. That I, They had to finally admit, I am incapable. I can't do it. I don't have enough. I'm not strong enough. He's stronger than me. They had to come down to that final understanding to say to themselves, it's better to submit to this king. Friends, the Lord's big battle is not for the purpose of wiping you out. It's for the purpose of wiping out those who will never repent. You have the opportunity to repent still. And I'm going to call you to repentance right now. That's still your free will choice that you get to make. But know this, you will not win against the king of Israel. And it will finally bring people into friendship. These last diehard opposers that are going to shake their fists to the end, there's going to be some who will be wiped out, but there's also going to be some. It will finally bring them into friendship, to servanthood, to submit to the Lord God Almighty. And to think that all along, his offer was to be friends in the first place. Friends, this is such a waste of time to have to go through all this, to have to go all the way to the end and be one of those last diehard guys that says, I will not bow to this king, to go through all that trouble when you can just bow the knee right now and accept his offer of friendship, to accept the king's offer 
through his ambassador of peace, Jesus Christ, you can get down before the Lord today and, and realize, I can't do this. Life is too hard. I can't do this on my own. Lord God, I need you. You can go ahead and bow the knee instead of allowing all this popular bad influence of the world to push you into hostility against the king that wants to be your friend. Are you hearing me? That's what Jesus wants with you. God sent his ambassador of peace, Jesus, to offer friendship with you. 2 Corinthians 5.20 says, Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us. We implore you, on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. In other words, you couldn't pay it. So he sent sinless Jesus Christ to be your ambassador of peace, to pay the death penalty that you could never pay. What would have taken you an eternity to pay for in condemnation yourself, Jesus paid for all at once, for all, on the cross. And you need to realize this is a battle you can't win. Condemnation is a battle you cannot win. But Jesus won. He won. He was raised from the grave. He sits at the right hand of the Father now. You can let your shame pass to him on the cross where it was buried and covered up in a tomb. But Jesus rose from the grave and defeated death and now sits at the right hand of the Father. Therefore, if you are in him, he becomes your sin for you. He becomes your sin payment for you so that what would have killed you killed him. And he took care of that price on the cross, paid it for you. And because he beat death, if you're in him, death can't have mastery over you anymore either. That's how you're saved through Jesus Christ. Isn't that good? Who doesn't want this? Only those who are listening to bad influence of the world. Oh, well, you know, Ray, there's got to be more than one way. Well, Ray, who's to say that Jesus is the only way? Jesus said he was the only way. And John, oh, but it can't be. You're listening to bad influence. You're listening to ill intent. You're listening to negative advice. Don't listen to that. Listen to the word of God. I am trying to plead to you as though God were pleading through me. We just read it. God is pleading through me to you. Be reconciled to him. Be in in friendship. Be in be back in friendship with the Lord God. He wants to make peace with you. He wants to be your bud. He wants to be your pal, but you cannot go to him sinful, willfully sinful. You've got to be clean. Here's where I want to close. People are going to hate you. They're going to surround you and say, we're out to get you. What do we do when they come against us for being believers in Jesus? Because it's not easy. The world's going to come against you for it. And I know that, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you because they will. What do we do? Well, what did Joab and Abishai do when they were surrounded? He said, if they get too strong for me, then you shall help me. But if they get too strong for you, then I will come and help you. Friends, first of all, you have Messiah Jesus, the indwelling Holy Spirit. Upon belief in Ephesians 1, it says, when you believe in the gospel, he will come and indwell you, okay? He fights for you. God fights for his people. But as far as surviving also in tribulation, you've got what's called the body of Christ. You've got other believers. Call it church. That's a bad word today. People don't want to call it church. Oh, you got to go to church. Now, listen to me. I'm giving you the real stuff in the Bible. You get with other believers, you get in an assembly like this, you get around people who will bear each other's burdens. Galatians 6 verse 2 tells us to bear one another's burdens. It means that 
You watch my back and I'll watch yours. Get in the uniting assembly to win the fight. Unite. Get in with the body of Christ. And remember how everyone fled before Joab and Abishai without even fighting? Why do you think that happened? Because the the presence of the Lord is in the unity. You've got problems in your life that you can't seem to get rid of. You know why? Because you need to trust in the Lord. And they fled before God's united people. Exodus 14 and 14 says, The Lord will fight for you. All you have to do is keep still. (laughs) That's hard for us to do. All you got to do is keep still. Let the Lord deal with it. Think of it, friend. Your way hadn't fixed it yet, has it? Your life gets worse all the time. There's nothing you've done yet that fixes anything. That's all the more reason to turn it over to him. And friends, this is the comfort I have in the Lord Jesus. I couldn't sleep at night if I didn't know this about the Lord God and the way he thinks of me and his people. He fights for us. The Lord God fights for Israel. He fights for the Jews. He he fights for the Israelites. And he'll fight for you if you're in him. But know this, and this is harsh, but I want you to hear this, because remember, there's a lot of people that were destroyed under the king. They would not bow. I want you to know this. The God who spoke this world into existence will speak it into its end. God spoke it into creation. He'll speak its destruction, too. And I want to ask you the question here now. Will you go down? against him. He started off wanting to be friends with you. We're the ones that messed up. We listen to the bad advice. Or will you turn around and leave that hostility and say, you know what? It's better to follow this king and serve him. And will you become a friend of God and serve him and make peace with him and be his servant? He offers his friendship. Friends, this whole war, all this damage, all these people died. This all went down and it was terrible. And to think that all David wanted was to show kindness. That's all he wanted to do was show kindness. Don't be like Hanan. Be like Nahash. Turn from your hostility and come back to being a friend and accept the king's offer. I want you to know that you are not worthless. You are priceless. Messiah Jesus died on the cross to redeem you. He offers his friendship to you. Let the bitterness subside. I know you're angry. I know you're mad, but it doesn't help. It clouds your judgment. It it makes you make bad decisions. Friend, hear me in prayer. Be with me. Father, clear my mind. Clear my bitterness. I know i got issues I can't deal with, and that's why I'm all strung up. Lord God, take care of it. I let it go, and I release it. It's gone. Take it away, Lord God. I let it go to you on the cross where you are going to bury it for me. I make you Lord of my life, Lord Jesus. Take over. I can't do this anymore. I sinned, I messed up, and I messed up bad. And I know you can fix it. Father, I don't want to be one of those last ones that goes down to the grave against you, fighting you. I want to bow the knee. I want to bow today. I want to bow now before it gets worse. Take over. And thank you for being patient with me to wait for me. Forgive me. And thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Friend, I hope you really gave your life to the Lord for real. If you prayed that with me and you meant it from your heart, I can't pray it for you. It has to be from you. I pray you gave your life to the Lord. If you did, then you can walk in covenant victory like David was doing. Walk in the covenant victory of God. He he gives you a king's offer. He offers friendship to you. Won't you take it? you for listening to set for life we hope you can join us next time unless jesus returns for us first 
Set for Life is the radio ministry of Pastor Ray Jensen. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast at setforliferadio.com. Hi, this is Ray Jensen. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to encourage you in God's Word. If the Bible doesn't excite you, then you're not reading it. I want you to remember that you are not worthless. You are priceless. Messiah Jesus died on the cross to redeem you so that you can be set for life. You'll be set for life.